page one uh, on page 99 in the 12 by 12. It's uh, one of the last paragraphs of the St. Francis prayer. Here's the reading. For, meaning uh, F-O-R, for it is by forgetting that it is for it is by self forgetting that one finds. I'll read it one more time. For it is by self forgetting that one finds. Yes. And thank you, Paul. Uh, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Jack, for hosting and nice to see everybody. Yeah, that's a uh, part of the St. Francis prayer. Uh, so the activity of self-forgetting would be forgetting of self. You don't want self to be forgetting because that's another form of remembering self. <laughs> you want to be forgetting self in a way. <laughs> yeah, self-forgetting would be more remembering of self, really. Don't you see? Because then the idea of you would be doing an act called forgetting you. Wouldn't that be remembering you? Yeah, there you go. There's the conundrum. Yeah. You wanting to get out of you is more of a belief that you're in you. It, it just doesn't work. Uh, that's <clears throat> it's a little mental Chinese thumb torture thing yet you'll find it constantly that self is attempting to get out of self once you get have an understanding they're like a pair of glasses so the same thing you used to see you'll see differently not that those things have changed it's just the glasses you're wearing it allows you to see something you weren't seeing before and what better uh to lead to an intimacy with the solution, there needs to be an intimacy with the problem. You need to see it, yeah? In this case, because if you don't see the act of identification as self as not something you're doing, but that the mental state is doing, if you don't see that the act of being identified as self is not something you and I are doing, it's the a mental state is doing it, yeah? It's incredibly important the sense of you or self will have it as I'm in the act of being identified as self. And it'll be another thing you, you want to get out of, yeah? Or another thing that produces heaps of guilt and shame. I can't believe I've been identifying as self. No, it's a mental activity called the act of being identified as self. If we're not aware of it, we get swept into it, yes? It just becomes a strong habit. And so every time, like if you read, uh, you know, that thing about, uh, you will, uh, you'll never have any opinion about anything like that. You're believing, oh, it's me. Me will never have an opinion. No, there's a loss of an, of an opinion. There's not you losing the opinion, yeah? It's so important to recognize because the language is sort of how it's like a, a military marching of our understanding. Yeah, the language has us 
first and foremost, strutting down the road of happy destiny, you know, or trudging, whatever, yes? We're questioning that. We're questioning the noun that's always implied to be before all the verbing. Maybe you're just, I think, a spiritual condition is an activity. It's not a thing, yeah? You're, this idea of you as a thing is, the, is in a way the problem. And alcoholism was just an exasperation of that. It's just, if it felt like to me, there was a lot of fertile ground there. And then alcoholism just emphasized or amplified a lot of it, yeah? So just, we used to always joke around with it, like you have a strain of jealousy running through it, and then you get loaded, you're up on stalking charges, you know? It would bring an, an amplification to these things, and it would suck in one way, and it's great in another way, because maybe you'll see it when it's amplified, yeah? When it's not so amplified, you may not notice it. So at least it catches your attention. And if you can just put on another pair of glasses and see it through a different understanding, you may get another result from it, yeah? Everything that's described isn't you. It's about a you, yeah? It's a mental image. It's a manufacturing, just like the mental, you know, something manufactures misery something manufactures this idea of being a self yeah and it's such a freaking fragile uh product it has to reinforce it it's sort of like budweiser beer budweiser beer sucks it always has sucked what they do is they change the can or they make four entrance holes or something but they never change the fucking product it's the same shit but they advertise so much that people keep buying it, yeah? Something that's good does can stand on its own. It doesn't need tons of fucking advertising. Stuff that sucks has to disguise it by advertising, advertising, showing the mountains behind a beer. What does that imply? You're gonna be hiking in, through the Rockies, drinking a Budweiser? Give me a break. The head is just like that. It has no solid foundation, so it just yaps all day about what I was Paul, I will be Paul. Therefore, I am Paul now. And I've done all this shit. I don't want to learn any more about what I've done. So I'm just going to go into denial, keep it fucking stupid, simple. I just don't want to know. You know, I just want to not act out at the July 4th picnic. And that could be a success, and that's great. But the bondage of self carries itself well into whatever activity you're in, sobriety or fucking active addiction. And isn't that the exact nature of the wrong? I don't have a different view on the steps. All I have is a different view on what's, what's the exact nature of the wrong. That voice that talked to you before you got sober is still talking to you after you got sober. It's still presenting itself as you, isn't it? It took a while, it regrouped, it started wearing, you know, looser clothing maybe, or fucking had a nicer demeanor, but it, the base, it's, it's doing the same thing it used to do with your drug use, critiquing it, narrating it, fucking 
complaining, blaming, rationalizing, excusing. It's just a failed system. Yeah, it doesn't deliver the goods. It just has to make up convoluted stories why you're not happy, joyous, and free under its guidance. <laughs> and it just puts it off. You will be after you get these five or 10 or 30, 50 requirements met. And while you're doing that, the requirements change. You never get there, do you? Yeah, because it can't deliver. Yeah. Mm. It's so weird in this life. We look back for backwards for our best days, like when we were kids. Yeah. Has it just been going downhill ever since? We we yearn for the older days when we were, you know, shitting in our pants and shit like that, and we had tree-like humans taking care of us. Has it gone that bad? Jesus Christ. So, yeah, the alcohol and the drugs has to stop if they're being used by this mental state to do what it's doing. Or those are the requirements. We need to be convinced of some stuff. Some of it, very little of it has to do with alcohol and drugs. It has to do with, we have to be convinced and a life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. It doesn't mention alcohol or drugs at all in there. Yeah. We got to be convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We got to be convinced of these things. Why? Because that's the true diagnosis. Yeah. If you're convinced that it's something else and you're mistaken, you're going to have a rude awakening. You're going to think things are going to disappear when you stop drinking, but they keep appearing because you didn't get to the cause. So I feel like if you really get a true diagnosis or you find the right ointment, it's be you know it's the right ointment because you got relief from the rash. I mean, real relief. Yeah. Not temporary, unless you want to call 34 years temporary. That's pretty good. I'll call it a temporary relief. 34 freaking years is pretty damn good. Yeah. I had to lather myself in the beginning, but I don't have to lather myself with it. There's not that many signs of rashes anymore. <laughs> It got to the root of it, yeah? It's not managing a rash. I live a lot of days without having a rash, yeah? That's what I'm looking for. Freedom from the bondage of self. What does it look like? Self-forgetting, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we're reborn, <laughs> is see that we weren't born as a Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm so happy that there is a solution, really. Yeah. I mean, it. you can see yourself in bad conditions and other people, and it's always incredible to have an underlying belief that there is a solution. Yeah. That this is not a hopeless state of mind and body. It's a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. 
it's appearing to us based on how we're framed. Yes? That can change. Hallelujah. So you can see something that was seemingly hopeless as not. Yeah? And live free from it for 34 years. Hallelujah. Mm. Do you really want to you believe the highest goal is becoming a great manager of shit? You pick up the shit quicker and faster than anyone else. Yeah, you know every version of shit. You've seen it all. And you're a great picker-upper, a great pooper-scooper of shit. Or do you want to just find the dog? Yeah. You won't have to pick up so much shit. Find the dog. Yeah. That's the solution. There's a temporary solution. Yeah, learning how to pick up shit fast. Great. But, I mean, to me, that's not the end-all, be-all. It's finding the dog. Losing interest in that which is the cause of our dilemmas. Yeah. Maybe suddenly we'll be we'll be experiencing causes that create gratitude and you know and a fucking <laughs> whatever. So hey, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. <clears throat> Isn't that the requirement I... to be found? Self-forgetting is necessary. Yeah. AA being convinced, then it talks about something. Yeah, so the being convinced is necessary. It's the requirement. Believing with certainty something, yes, that's actually on the mark. Then results occur. But it's always preceded by a condition. Yeah, self-forgetting, loss of interest in self. Okay, and then suddenly you could you see that life and what you can contribute to it. You get interested in others. All this stuff happens more and more and more, but it's predicated on a loss of interest in self. Yeah. Now, how does self keep generating interest in itself? We're attempting to share about it. Yeah, hopefully some of it lands and maybe you can see it. You can see how self can't get out of self by seeing how it's constantly trying to do that. Yeah. And then you'll come to a conclusion. You'll be convinced. Yeah. You won't have to go through every example of advertising. You'll see all of its advertising is bogus. Yes. There'll be a leap a leap of understanding. It won't have to be each moment. You'll have an assurance that you're in good hands because you've recognized the old hands you used to be in. Yeah, we have a new employer. What does that motivate us to do? Make sure we see what the old employer was like. Yes. So it doesn't masquerade as the new employer. We catch the thief before it's in the house. Yeah. Yep. 
Thank you. Anyone? Thanks, Paul. Uh, if anyone has a question for Paul, uh, please raise your hand. Judy has her hand up. Oh, thanks, Mike. Okay, Judy, go ahead. Um, I really enjoyed what you said, Paul, but in my uh, journey for peace, love, and happiness, I'm going along pretty nicely. I'm on uh, to I found a, a new <clears throat> this journey to be renewing, and there's a calmness and a peacefulness I've never had before in all my 25 years in the 12-step program. And then I got a call, a text from somebody. Hold on, Judy, hold on one second. Back up two words back and just stop for a second. Your description of how things have really changed before you jet right into the next thing. Yeah? Yeah. Just stop there for just a second, everyone. Have some gratitude for that. And now launch into what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, Paul, because what do you hear? So I get a text. And yeah. the text said, I miss you. And whammo. Was it from self? <laughs> <laughs> How did it get my number? <laughs> it's had my number. Sorry, and go ahead. Uh, I said, who wants this peace, love, and happiness? I want to go out there and have I, that, that part of me wanted what he was projecting. You know, you get my age, you get older, you don't think you ever have a chance of any more excitement in your life. You live this beautiful life. But I wanted, I wanted that. And I was this, I said, what happened to your sense of self and staying in the moment. So have you ever experienced that in the last 30 years, 35 years where something came back you wanted that you knew wouldn't be good for you? Yes. And what did you do? I went for it anyway and I got the consequences. That's what happened. I'll give you an example, perfect one second or third year of sobriety. Used to go to uh, an area of San Francisco to a meeting on Thursday night in North Beach, very nice area. Great old uh, cafe, Cafe Trieste. Go there to have a coffee. Beautiful girl worked there, yes. Took a shining to her, you know, we were talking. Then I found out she was married, so that was that, yes. At least I had that wisdom in place. And uh, so I went about my little business. And then one day I, I lived in the hate Ashbury. I was walking down the street and she came by with another girl and she says, hey, I'm so happy to run into you. I've separated from my husband and whatever. Yeah, so bing, okay, we can get together. All right, so she says, and I'm dancing at this Brazilian club, you know, come on down. So I go down there, you know, everyone's standing, you know, watching the dance show and she's in there with other women and most people are holding beers and stuff. And then uh, I didn't know it, but her husband was at the bar 
and her her number one boyfriend was about three people from me. So I was number three on the hit hit parade. <laughs> and I was going, wait a minute, what am I getting myself into? So I go home and I do an inventory on it. Yeah, I want to get AA's answer. And AA's answer is don't go there. But I overrode it. I wanted to see this lady. So I did. And uh, <laughs> 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 that should be so that should be sufficient. <laughs> the laughing about my demise. So the funny thing is, I fell for it, pr- produced a lot of fucking incredible drama and shit. And then I fell for it. And then she left town. And then she came back, I fell for it again. And then that was that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I went against the advice of the program. Because what's beautiful about an inventory, it's going to produce an answer, but not yours. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to see your answer in a different light. But I also learned, hey, if you want to fucking go for it, just be accountable. I don't want you to call me up and whine and bitch. Hey, you stepped out in the shit. Now fucking walk around with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want to do, but at least be accountable for it. And uh, yeah, because I cannot take personally hours of people talking to me about something they knew they shouldn't do, and they did it anyway. Yeah, because I sometimes find uh, it's a disservice to keep people from their bottoms. Yeah. So if you want it that much, fucking go ahead and do it. And then just be accountable for whatever happens. I don't think I would have brought it up. I wanted somebody to say something and you're the best person to say anything. I, I heard you. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. But I mean, it's really, we learn a lot of ways here and we're mm-hmm. we're very attracted to the hard way. <laughs> I would say oh. most alcoholics. So you learn how to face life successfully by not facing life successfully. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My life was getting too quiet. I, I, I can't take the peace and quiet. I need the. Oh, then just put on some loud music. There you go. I, I like salsa dancing. Maybe I'll go salsa dancing. Yeah, go see. This is the beauty of it. It doesn't have to be one way or the highway. There's other things you can do. This is called facing life successfully. Yeah. I want to have some fun. Ding, I've got to shoot cocaine. No, that's not the only way I can have fun. I can do, there's a lot of intermediate things that I could possibly do. It doesn't immediately go wing. <laughs> this is that dualistic head. It's so uh, very black and white, yeah. <laughs> fun can't be when I'm sober. So I've got to be unsober to have fun. It's insane, isn't it? This is the advertising of the head we're talking about. You've got to realize K. Judy is just like K. Paul. It's like the it's like a franchise of the unclear channel. (laughs) It's a radio station 
That's propaganda. Yeah. But it speaks up on you. you to do something. It wants to bring you to its own idea of fuck it, which is, oh, fuck it and pick up a drink. Yes. Then the genie's out of the bottle and you have to live its 800 wishes. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Because if you kept it to yourself, then you may do it. You know, it's nice to put it out there and you can hear other people's opinion and go, hey, yeah, uh, that one way may not be the only way I can have fun or feel alive again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Some of this is hard earned, you know, we learn lessons in a hard earned way, but they get you're convinced after a while you are. You're like, I'm convinced, uh, yeah, well, I could go into it, but it's not necessary, but I've been convinced of a lot of things. And uh, luckily that convincing has has brought about an abstinence to certain shit that doesn't um, have no interest in it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, Paul, thank you. And uh, Catherine A. from Maine has her hand up. Hi, Catherine. Catherine A. Hi, guys. Hello. Oh, uh, I really got a lot out of that last one. Thank you, Judy, for bringing up that question. I, I, I went for it. And I, I had some sprite and I went for it and drank and came back. And it's probably the best thing I did because it humbled me to a certain point, but my question or my comment, Paul, thank you, is hearing in, cause so reflecting on the steps, hearing I'm working on my, I'm working on my defects. I'm working on my defects, you know that. Can you spread some light out on that six and seven and this self-forgetting piece because that's what came to me as I was listening to this. Thank you. Yes. Well, first of all, I don't call them my defects anymore. I'm not into that. I know. Language has a power, yeah. The language can have you believing you're already handcuffed when you're not. So I'm not a... I don't believe that they're my defects. So, uh, yeah, that's one of them, which allows a certain fearlessness when they're going on. And I bring that stuff when I notice it. Uh, Sometimes I go through phases where there's not much happening, but when I notice it, I see a defect of character, yeah? maybe rooted in self and amplified by alcoholism, I bring that right to step six. And I proclaim I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured. I don't like the word removed with energy because I don't think you can get rid of things. I think they can change, yeah. Yeah, I think they're energy and then they they take a form and that form can be broken and be put into another form with the energy, like gold, you know, gold's a ring, gold's a bracelet, you can, you could, uh, you know, melt down the bracelet to the gold and make it a ring. Yeah. 
It's the gold is the essence of it. So, and then I humbly ask that power to do it. That's what I do. I follow the way it says in the book. So it also says in uh, a vision for us that we know but a little, and this thing is constantly revealing stuff to us. I think a lot of what is revealed to me is what I'm not, is about alcoholism. Yeah. And then I take that to step six and seven when it's revealed. Yeah. So like someone shares and I can feel a little twinge or I identify with that share. I take that and I say, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured. And the closer you get it from the oven, because it's softer then, so it can be easily changed, is I don't like the forensic unit. I'd rather get much closer to when it's cooking. So, yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten into the habit of that, and I've noticed in in long-term sobriety, that's the most active steps, really, uh, six and seven. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I truly believe, truly believe that what you see uh, in that awareness and bring to step six and seven, those things change for sure. Yeah. And there was a funny thing a guy said once, uh, one of his sponsees was uh, doubting if anything changes in us. And how would he know in step six and seven? And the guy says, well, just act as if it has, and it did. <laughs> so act as if it's been changed, and it seems to, and it does. Yeah. So which comes first doesn't matter, the chicken and the egg. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I see it. So when I, when something like what Judy was sharing, something tells me I've been missing out on. Yeah. I've heard that disguised in a lot of forms yeah i've been missing out on it and whatever and you got this like a uh, sense of entitlement as i deserve all this i'm suspicious of uh, the source of that yapping <laughs> i don't see it i don't see it as me yeah i see it as uh the selfing and stuff yeah it's healthy it's because once there's a recognition, like it says about the fear, fear is like a thread that runs through the fabric of our existence. If the fabric of our existence is color brown and fear is a color brown, it's going to be difficult to recognize it. Yeah. But if you can see it not as your fear, but fear, it gives you an ability to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see really the thread of fear is actually, if you follow it back, it's rooted in the knot of reliance on self. Yeah, that's where the real relief from fear is, is seeing the reliance on self. Yeah, because fear is an effect of that. People believe, people are giving fear uh, the, the role of being a cause, and it does cause a lot. But it's, it's an effect of something else, which is self-reliance in the diagnosis in the big book. Self-reliance is why we have so much fear today. What? Yeah. And what's self-reliance? If there's a reliance on something, you're not that something, obviously. Yeah. 
if you're relying on you, who is it that's relying on you? There's relying on you, but who is that that's relying on you? Yes? So when there's a relying on something, there's someone else there, or I don't see it as a someone, but there's an energy there that's relying on another idea called self. Yeah? We are that. I would say that spirit, unformed and undirected, yeah, is directed by the mental state to rely on self and then try to live life looking through those self's glasses. And for many of us, it's not that satisfying. And it drives us to try to do things, to get out of something or get into something. And hopefully it has great value because it hopefully brings attention to the underlying reliance on self that we've been living from without knowing what is that which is relying on self. It's not self. Yeah. It's something us other than that. Yeah. And maybe that something other than that is what's truly reliable. And it loses that reliability by relying on self. Yeah. When that there's a loss of interest in the relying on self, you start sensing you're in good hands again. I feel let's call it a higher power to give it a name. Yeah. But now, and I had to go get out of the years of trauma of relying on self. It was fucking a, a rocky ride, fucking terrible, like living on in like earthquake land. I was, you know, I lived by the tremors after the earthquakes for years. Yeah. They needed to be uh, worked on through the program of recovery. Recovery mm. from what? Reliance on self, really. That's what we're recovering from. We are. We're recovering from a rough road of reliance on self. <laughs> Incredible for some it of is. us. Yeah, it's so true. I love being in the place of gratitude today through this process. Yes. So, yeah. you know, that unsuspected inner resource, I could, I would say, is us, really. And that us, which is truly reliable, uh, seemingly forgot that by relying on self tell you the truth you know mm -hmm. and uh but the self isn't something that goes down easy it has its own agenda almost like a living thing and it overrides our agenda it doesn't wanna no even when we seem to have had enough it hasn't had enough of us yet yeah because the identification keeps everything very hazy. We can't recognize self as self. We keep calling it Paul or aspects of it as Paul. Therefore, there's a binding still. And we got to go through stuff for that to be revealed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because it's unreliable. It says it in our book, any life run on self-will will hardly be a success. It didn't say an alcoholic's life. It said any life. Yeah. yeah. A recovery life based on self will hardly be a success. <laughs> my, fi my filter today is more on motives. Whenever I think I've got an idea, I, 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 I look at like, where, where am I going with that? What am I doing with that? Like, and then when I realize my motive is not pure, I'm like, I don't fucking need to be doing that. <laughs> Yeah, that's great to have the eyes. That's getting to the habit of uh, traveling lighter, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
the payoff cost ratio. Uh, <laughs> you know, drug and alcohol seems to offer a payoff and with a minimal cost. And yet it as, as time goes on, the cost is quite extravagant and there's very little payoff. So it's a bad deal to begin with. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. We can't know that spirit. We are that spirit. We can't know that which is before reliance on self, because we are that which is before reliance on self. We are not a self relying on self. We are something completely other than that relying on self. Yeah. That's why self trying to get out of self doesn't work. If it was self relying on self, it could do it. Yeah. It could get out of reliance on self by seeing the trickery, because trying to get out of the reliance on self is reliance on self. <laughs> That's the dilemma. See, everyone likes the idea of keep it simple, but the there is a complexity to the illusory activity, yeah? If you want to keep it real simple, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, doing, it's doing a little bit of mathematics on your ass, and it's leading you to live a life of trying to get out of self as self. Yeah, keep it really simple. But it's, yeah, that doesn't work. I, I love simplicity, but... Uh, sometimes the complexity of selfing hides in it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with some, uh, some acute awareness or some, uh, in, you know, intellect. Yeah. 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 So thanks. Thank you, Kathy A or Catherine A. Yeah. Paul, we have two more hands up. Um, we'll call on uh, Kim Nelson. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kim, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. It's good to be uh, here. Um, uh, I've been sharing my journey. I have been contemplating the second half of step one for some time now. And uh, uh, my perception has changed a lot and um, I'm noticing that uh, that mentally I'm like um, extremely confused, like really, really confused. Like my brain really feels like it's just short circuiting and things that used to make sense to me, like don't make any sense to me. And um, normally like when I would go through a state of confusion like this, it feels kind of like I'm losing my mind, you know, because things that are normal routine tasks for me or thoughts that are routine tasks are routine, but right. I can't, I feel like I'm having a hard time even grasping some of my old ideas, like how much I should weigh and what I need to do today and all this other shit. Yeah. And it kind of feels like my brain is like this helium balloon that's sort of floating away. And normally in this circumstance, like I would get really, really afraid and hold on to it. Like I, I have to cling on to this idea 
like self is my thoughts. But, and right now I'm experiencing this kind of like, um, there, there's like a new path. Like I'm going, I'm coming, like my gut is sounding louder than my brain. And it's contrary to what my brain thinks I should be doing. I'm at work today and I'm supposed to sign up for this like membership to this exclusive Hollywood thing. And I, I couldn't even fucking care less about being a member of this stupid club. And um, I feel like, I don't know. It just feels like something is like my brain is like rewiring and I don't quite know if it's, if it's just like a state of confusion or if it's like, this is part of the process. It, it just, I feel very, very disoriented, but at the same time where I normally would feel very afraid of being so disoriented, I feel calm about it. Like it's okay that I don't need to rely on what is going on up here so much because I know in my heart, like everything is okay. Even though everything up here is really scrambled and upside down, like right here in my heart, I feel like everything is just the way it should be. And this doesn't need to be okay in order for me to be okay. I don't, if that makes any sense, I don't know. I'm just- Makes a lot of sense. Sounds like it's working. Yeah, there's got to be a discernment between the head and the gut. Yeah, so it seems like it's working. Yeah, you listen to the gut, you've listened to the head, and you compare the fruit and you judge the tree by the fruit. Yeah, the gut's the way to go, but a lot of people don't go there immediately. They have to realized uh, the head isn't the way to go and it's like a default mechanism and then they go to the gut yeah so it's a very nice description hun yeah there's a cleaning of the house but the the you know the the owner of the house you isn't that disturbed by it he knows it's uh going to be a bigger better house yeah yeah yeah, a lot of us have gone through that, I'm sure, and still go through it at times. Yeah, because we're getting, you know, like it's sort of like a new furniture and a new carpet, like, you know, a new attitude and a new outlook. It's made in the house may sound noisy when the old carpet and furniture is getting taken out. <laughs> yeah, now the new shit's getting put in. Yeah, and you're much happier. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what is it in with out out with the what and then in with the good whatever yeah yeah that's great hon that's great that was a very good description of a changing of the gods so to speak yeah the god <laughs> the lower god is being put in its place and the higher power is becoming more influential in the experience called Kim. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yep. Anyone else, Jack? That was great. Nothing else to say, really. It's just perfect. Uh, it's sort of like the gravitational pull. You got the self gravitational pull and then you enter the space of the higher power and it starts pulling you. Yeah. Now, there'll be tugs from the old gravitational pull, but it's 
the change isn't going to be reversed. Yeah, you're just getting pulled into the other gravitational pull of the higher power. Yeah, and that's a pretty good description of that journey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we have uh, Dan H has his hand up. If you want to go ahead, Dan. Yep. Uh, my name is Dan. And I'm an alcoholic. Thank you, Paul, for your uh, for holding this space and, and, and doing this and really um and kind of spaced out listening. And then I just realized um, Kim Kim really again, yeah, I think she might have said kind of where I'm at. I, although I have a lot of uh, grief going on, grief stuff going on. I don't want to uh, think uh, maybe we, you know, I think maybe we go through periods like this. I think we go through times um, and I, uh, I, I don't know. I just wanted to connect. I feel like I'm doing a good job of not getting this. It's going over my head and that's where it's supposed to go. Like you say, you know, and um, yes. um, there have been times recently where I was grasping at straws because I've been sober a long time. I feel good helping other people. That's where it's always at. I know the answers in a certain way. I can listen well. And it seems to be that I'm of genuine help. And then I'm going, but what? I'm screwed. Wow, I'm helping people, but I'm screwed. And that's uh, a weird place to be. So I back off a little bit. And um, I decided the thing to do isn't, you know, meditated away. The thing to do isn't, you know, at times, you know, six and seven, step six and seven, pray, you know, like, you know, basically, if it be your will, remove this and really just lay, lay down my weapons, lay down my arms, you know, just surrender. Um, but, uh, and then there's a feeling of peace in the grief, you know, at times. I can't say if I do that, it happens because that's not how it works at all. But, um, but that's where I've been at. But then there's times of desperation where I'm like, well, which, which kind of 12 step meeting do I need? Should I, which kind of book should I read? What kind of, you know, where I get frantic to fix it. And um, who should I help? I'm like, well, I got the cart. That's putting the cart before the horse, you know? And uh, so I just been in that space. I used to live in that space. It was, it was horrifying when I got sober. It's not like that. It's, you know, it's just, you know, hey, this is one of those times, I guess. And um, I get something, well, another way to say it, you know, I keep getting drawn back to listening to this. And I think, uh, you know, I think uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate this. Thank you. Pass. Great. Thank you, Dan. And remember, I think people stay after the meeting also. And, you know, sometimes what's needed is just a sense of belonging. You share the situation you're in. Mickey straightened me out last time. (laughs) uh, Time is, you know, it's... You weren't there before, you won't be there after. Yeah, it's a temporary activity moving hopefully to a different end yeah i find everything is put to good use really and uh so 
you, you get to see that everything has value. Yeah, it's, it's not a black or white event. So yeah, just, I'm happy you're here. And these are phases you go through. Sometimes you grieve, sometimes it's you, there's just a sadness based on uh, inability to have viable relationships with others when you were young or whatever. Yes, or and uh, you know, a lot of stuff comes, it doesn't kill you. And uh, yeah, and it may be make you more or it brings out a maximum of, of, of use for yourself and others, you know, so yeah, yeah. But it's always important to keep it in perspective and because I know the head likes to forget a miracle in a half an hour, but likes to think you're entering a lifelong depression when you feel a little bit of discomfort. So you gotta recognize its little antics of, you know, amplifying uh, aspects and then minimizing other aspects. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fucking, it's like a trumpet with a bias. Yeah. <laughs> it muffles some notes and it amplifies other notes. Now, unfortunately with us, we're thinking we're the trumpet doing it. <laughs> but we're just that which is being played, really. <laughs> yeah, we are an employee. We are being used by an employer. One aspect of an employer is the higher power. The other low, the old employer would be seen as a lower power. They're what's playing the notes through us. Yeah, we tend to give all glory to the higher power, but we don't give uh, accountability to the lower power. I'd like to see that more, tell you the truth. Yeah. We, we claim all of the lower power notes as ours, and then, but we have the ability to see notes as not ours because we claim all the other notes being played by the higher powers as the higher powers. I don't see uh, the, the difference, really. Why is it we're not seeing what was playing the notes before? We call them ours. Yeah, I would say that's the bondage of self. Tell you the truth. So, uh, yeah, it's an un it's an interesting thing. We're quite adept at gratitude. We are when we get into recovery. We're not adept at accountability. We keep, we keep traveling with a responsibility that was necessary in a moment of recovery, but not for all of recovery. It's time to see what was accountable for what was happening through us, through us, not by us, but through us, and tell the truth about it. Yeah. Yeah. I did not manufacture my own misery. Something used me to manufacture misery. Let's be clear. I don't see that to be true, the first part. I do not see that I, <laughs> whoever that is, was busy manufacturing misery. <laughs> I just don't see that. I see things took this possibility over and it led to manufacturing misery. So do I want to burn down the factory? No, I want to... We want to have a change of regime. <laughs> we want to get a new employer of the factory, a new new director of the factory. The, the factory doesn't have to be burnt down. 
despised and hated and fucking like that. It had nothing to do with the, hey, you know, it's like, it's like convicting the radio for playing rap. <laughs> the radio just has the ability to transmit inf- notes, you know, it's not the chooser of the playlist. <laughs> I don't, it seems so simple. It's about, it's part of having the horse in front of the car. Yeah. I mean, if you keep calling a lot of shit moving through you, yours, that isn't yours. I mean, where is that going to lead? Yeah. 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 What, What takes the place of clarity? Yeah. When there's no clarity, there's rationalization, denial, (laughs) uh, blame, uh, a lot of fucking reactions because something just won't admit it doesn't know what the fuck's going on, really. Yeah. This is what the hopes is a clear, just a simple clarity around the fabric of our existence and the thread of fear. They're different, yes. One's a thread, it's not the whole fabric. (laughs) It's a thread amongst the fabric, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna throw this fucking sweater out. No, no need to throw the sweater out. Just follow that thread and see where it leads. Reliance on self, all right. You know, self can't throw self out, obviously. You know that. Yeah. So what's one to do? What's one to do? Nothing. Shit will be revealed. Yes? Yeah. Maybe with that which you could not live with, you cohabitate. (laughs) I don't know. It's just... uh, I don't know is the way, really. But uh, you take the knowledge as far as it can take you, and then it ends, yeah? The understanding isn't the end-all, be-all. It's the relief that's available beyond the understanding and before the understanding, really, is what I feel uh, is worthy to be looked for. Serious. Yeah, I don't want another understanding and then have debates with people. (laughs) I'm just not into it. Yeah, I want to have relief. That's all. Yeah, I don't care how you get it. Well, I do. If it's concerning, you know, hurting others or killing me or something or yourself. But, you know, hey, if it works, it works. So I fell upon these ideas. They came through. They've been put to the test through living. It seems like... uh, a lot of shit that I couldn't do for myself is happening. <laughs> so uh, I'm a true believer. What can I say? <laughs> I've, been con- I've been convinced by relief. I have. <laughs> you've been, you've, you've, you're convinced by suffering and torment, and you're also convinced by relief, being convinced by belief. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the other side of the going through the being convinced by fucking demoralization, pitiful, incomprehensible shit. Now you're being convinced by relief. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The demands are completely different when being convinced by relief than being convinced by the head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Paul, it's uh, 2.30 and I don't see any other hands up at the moment. Is there uh, anyone else that has a question? It's like 11.30 here, but all right. So oh, I'm sorry. I'll believe yeah. you, it's 2.30. It's an hour after we started. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all of our If no hands, we'll say goodbye. If there's hands, we'll, uh, yeah. Oliver, Oliver has his hand up. Oh, I'll, all right. Oliver. Oliver, where are you? Berlin, I know that, but where are you? I think I've lost Oliver. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, hello, Oliver. Zen All right. Well, to Oliver. Well, if he comes in, we'll uh, uh, we'll talk. But let's say goodbye then, eh? Sounds Unless anyone else has a question or a, or a chair. Jess oh. has her hand up, Paul. Jess. Yeah. Jess, all right. Bring on Jess. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't really have a question, but I know that I come here and I never share. And uh, I'm very grateful for the people that do. Mm. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm practicing putting myself outside of the comfort zone. So, yeah, I just came to say, uh, I don't know, just just thank you and um, how much I appreciate this group and uh, your message and your consistency and uh, just the inspiration that I get from you and kind of knowing that, um, knowing that I can come here even when I'm not coming to these <coughs> meetings. Um, it just it just helps a lot with life so thank you thank you jess thank you we're always happy to see you honey yeah yeah i think oliver is right next to you in the zoom um He's yes uh, uh we're talking about forgetting i forgot to uh plug my microphone back in after I had some feedback, uh, yeah, I'm blessed with forgetting. That's definitely so. And about the forgetting of self, uh, whatever the writer of this prayer meant by it exactly, maybe that's not you know the question here. But uh, about the self, I guess I'm more or less able to see it's not me, and I can also not take it seriously. I can laugh about it. I guess I. Uh, you know, at some level, I lost interest in it as, you know, realizing its powers, in a sense, you know, but, uh, you know, what do you really mean about, you know, forgetting it? Because, you know, if we constantly, as conscious, uh, or, you know, just something that is conscious and aware, 
you know, we're noticing what we're not. How is it possible at the same time to forget self? Or is it actually, you know, what uh, the writer of this prayer meant is, uh, you know, forgetting the identification with self and its effects that it had on us? Yeah. Uh, I like the loss of interest in self. Like mm -hmm. it says in the, the third step, it pivots on losing interest in self and then there's a lot of gaining interest in tons of other stuff so losing interest in self would be sort of like a forgetting of self because mm -hmm. self needs to be remembered because it isn't true it's not there so it has to be remembered yeah mm -hmm. so basically if paul's being remembered he's not visibly there yeah so the mm -hmm. self is not visibly there. Right. There is no self. So it has to be remembered. Yeah. There's no visibility of self. There's nothing there. It's an activity. So it's rooted in remembering. So when you're worrying about you in the future, that's a form of remembering self. When you're going over the past, that's remembering self. Worrying about the future isn't worrying about the future. That may be one aspect, but the real aspect is remembering self. So the mental condition is constantly in the act of remembering self. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about that way, in that way, in a dualistic expression, then forgetting would be the opposite of the problem it would be part of the solution so forgetting self i would say the forgetting isn't there's no you forgetting self there's forgetting self as a you really yeah so yeah i like the i like how it says in the book you know we lose interest in self and then a lot of shit gets triggered yeah yeah, I, I guess what I what I got lost is uh, recognizing uh, the self manifestation not being me as it's some sort of my new job that I'm doing. Oh you know, yeah, as, yeah. I, as I go along my daily stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. That, that's, that's a matter of consciousness, you know. If yeah, I do. yeah. That's the uh, the head also. The head wants to regimental make a. a an invitation a regimental thing yeah so you know you just you see enough and then things happen yeah it's not a practice really you hear the message gets in it brings about a, a new understanding when there's an observing of the same old same old and see what comes out of that yeah and uh it doesn't become another fucking thing that you do hopefully but it may for a while and that will be instructive because you'll see how self duplicates itself yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so there's yeah. all the time it reveals itself there's value yeah so i i when people call me and tell me you know uh I keep seeing more of self as if it's a drag. Hey, it may be necessary right now because there's a value in it uh, because th there's a weight and it's, you never know when the tail, the scale is gonna be tipped. Yeah, and then 
things become the easiest off the way. You're not doing a, I'm watching self all day and I'm not self-watching self. No, I don't, you don't, that may be a sophomoric uh, state for a little while, but it falls off. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. Yeah, great. I guess where I, uh, sorry, I'm just going to ask this one last, I guess where I find it particularly challenging is, uh, you know, as Jung said, you know, uh, paraphrasing, you know, the self is manifesting itself even on the highest plane of civilization. And then when you notice something like that as something like right above you and, you know, something that it's practically unavoidable and that powerful, actually, uh, I guess, you know, uh, admitting that I'm really outnumbered by that, that, that I don't stand a chance as, a, as an opponent, as somebody that fights against it, as, you know, antagonizing it. Uh, well, it, see, if there's an opponent of self, it's a, that's an aspect of self. Absolutely, yes. But yeah, you, know, so you uh, don't see it as an opponent thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not uh, little self against big self. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. this isn't this is a disarming message in my feeling. Mm -hmm. It disarms you from all of this wrestling that we cannot stop avoiding. Yeah, it just we get engaged with the shit we'd like to be free from all the time, or as the shit. And this is just. Uh, it's surrender, bro. You know, you just, you're outmatched. Yeah. It's incomprehensible, whatever. Yeah. And I got to grind the side of the camper. Yeah. Then I have some granola before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I answer the phones if someone calls me. <laughs> that's, a, that's my heroic response. <laughs> Basically. <right>. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe any, I don't, I don't see it as a, uh, yeah, an adversary or an opponent or anything. Yeah. I think it's all, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's a bunch of activities <laughs> going. Like there's Ramana Maharshi, uh, he would talk about, obviously, there's no mind. Mm -hmm. There is no mind, small m mind. It's just activities, a compilation of activities, thoughts, perceptions, memories. There's nothing, there's no thing in there. There's no, there's no like depository or, you know, central office. It's just activity. Yeah. Now, some reason or another, the activity of selfing has gotten an inordinate amount of interest and attention going its way. And that interest and attention hasn't been healthy, I don't believe, for it. It's mutated it and turned it into something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like when I used to play with, you'd see a bug and you'd like to see it clearer. So you get a magnifying glass. And you don't know that the show, the sun's right on over your shoulder. And while you're looking at the bug, you're killing it because it's getting concentrated and too focused. That's all I feel. If that attention and interest gets dispersed and selfing is an activity going on in this larger field, everything's fine, I feel. Or there's a more of a balance. It's just the myopic focus 
on this this activity at the expense of other activities just needs to be remedied in a way. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for the activity of selfing, obviously. Yeah, it mutates into weird versions. (laughs) I'm afraid of what's going to... It's going to have a new appearance with the uh, all the technology acting like a narcissist's pond, you know, people mm-hmm. looking at a, an image all day. Right. It's going to have some kind of effects. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it took a quantum leap when we were little kids. We may have stood in front of the mirror you know, ideating a pimple that wasn't even a pimple for 30 minutes. But now these characters have tons of technology. They're all fucking pawns they're looking at all day. It's fucking insane. I can't imagine what's going to come out of it, really. Yeah. I mean, shit. Oh, so, yeah. There's a loss of interest in self. It's not that's not a huge you know it's not a shredding of the fabric of the universe it's just a loss of interest and in something that there's an inordinate amount of interest in yeah and we have become that in that we're interested in so we can't get interested to get out of it that's more interested in it yeah so it's been remedied by a simple understanding and a recognition of the exact nature of the wrong, which is the act of being identified as self. You are not in the act of being identified as self. The mental states are in the act of being identified as self. There's way too much attention and interest there. So there's a belief that we're self. Yeah. Yeah. So you lose interest in self and then that binding part of it becomes less binding. Yeah. It gets weakened, its influence weakens because it's our interest, really, that's feeding it. So now this interest goes somewhere else, and now it feeds other possibilities, like a new attitude, new outlook, gratitude, you know, happy, whatever, content and satisfaction. Yeah? Yeah. Thanks again, Paul. Yeah, that's my say for the day. (laughs) Right. The thing is important is self cannot lose interest in self. That's gaining interest in self. When someone says they don't have any faith, there's faith in that. Faith is before us. Faith is before us. There's faith in self, and then there's a self, seemingly. Yeah? When there's loss in faith in self, then there's faith in other possibilities. Yeah. Those other possibilities override the influence of self and you travel lighter. And then what more do you want, really? So, all right. Let's uh, say hello, goodbye. We got Deborah B. Nice to see you again, Deb. Thanks for showing up. holding down the fort. Michael Stacy, the man, the myth, the legend, the dog breeder. There he is. 
We got PK from Long Island. Anyone who can survive Long Island has my respect. There you go. Especially Long Island City. Well, that's sort of like the navel of the whole thing. <laughs> All right. We got we got Kurt Z down in Redondo Beach. Nice to see you, Kurt. Hey, Kurt, do you know that how to get to that meeting today I'm speaking at? Yeah, I'll send you the link. Can you put it on the chat, if at all? So today I'm speaking at a meeting, a, a recovery meeting at 4.30 yeah. Pacific time, 7.30. Uh, yeah, I think Kurt has it, the Zoom, and they're going to let me speak on being convinced uh, self is what has defeated us for 40 minutes. Wow, it's amazing. So uh it'd be nice if any if you want to come over there i think kurt's gonna i'm gonna stall until he can put it up so he's got the zoom i had it but it was confusing to get it up on the website so it's not there but yeah it's going to be a talk in a, a new jersey aa book study group something at 7 30 eastern time so all right, I'll, I'll keep saying a little goodbye until you get it up there, Kurt. Thank you so much. We got Gary C., the man. He's not in the corner anymore. He is the corner. There you go. We got Catherine A. from Maine. Mm -hmm. Maine is such a beautiful place if the weather uh, permits. Yeah. Tommy. Stefan on having never left. Kristen, we got Kelly, Annette, uh, Roman, always, yes. Don O, nice to see Don O. Bill, Churchman, hmm. We got Rob from Louisville, nice to see you, Rob. Dan H, Kim N. Okay, thanks. Nice to see you, Kim. Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. Connor from Dublin. Jeff from Dublin. Oliver from Berlin. Jack, uh, he's just a Roman, a roaming nomad. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. We got Andy, Kurt again. Kay, Senna, Nina. There she is, Terry, Mike, SF, call in, I think from Ireland, Jacob from Seattle. Jacob, yeah, I like the picture. Thank you. We'll get it worked out. You know, I sent it to, I sent it to Michael, Stacy, and Nina. I couldn't post it. All right. Michael, Stacy can post it, I hope, yeah? Oliver, Connor. Ashley, nice to see you, Ashley. Yeah. We've got uh, Dan H again. <laughs> All right. So somehow, hopefully it'll, it's up there if you want, if you want to come to the meeting today. Uh, if not, all the events are on Zen Bitch Slap. Check them out. And uh, yeah, see you guys later. Thanks. Oh, there's my friend Monique. Always a pleasure. Say hello to your mom, honey. See everybody. Bye-bye.